Let's bring him in now. Cavs forward, Dean Wade. Dean, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well. Thanks for joining us. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. So on September 1st, I went to your Twitter feed, at Dean Wade 3232 and I saw spiders. I didn't see spiders. I saw spiders. Why? Why? Why all the spiders? Why? Why? Tell us. Uh, you know, just a small little thing happened. Um, we got Donovan Mitchell. And, uh, you know, I know the city of Cleveland super excited. So, you know, I just threw that out there because I'm excited as well. So what was your initial reaction when you found out about getting the three-time All-Star Donovan Mitchell? Um, you know, I was super excited. Um, I've always loved the way he plays, um, the way he carries himself, what he does for, you know, the city and organization that he's a part of. And uh, so, you know, when I found out the news and all that stuff, I was just I – was, I was super excited and I was super happy for the city. And I know, you know, he was also looking to get out of Utah, so – Super happy for him as well. Were you shocked? Because a lot of the, t- the rumors were, you know, other teams, not necessarily the Cavaliers. So w- were you extra shocked when you heard the news? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was um, it was pretty crazy, to say the least, you know, because I think um, like a week before that, some came out on social media that we're exiting talks with the Utah Jazz, and then, then it happened, and I was like, wow. That's crazy, but it's it's the NBA. Crazy things happen all the time. So when you look at the Cavs, when you first came to the Cavs 2019-2020 season, it was rebuilding. Now, you know, you surprised yeah. a lot of teams last year. Things have changed. Were you Are you surprised at how fast this thing turned around for you guys? Um, I wouldn't say surprised at all. Um, you know, when I came in, you know, DG um, – and then we got Jay and, you know, Jeff Stab and all that stuff. So, you know, we have always had the pieces. You know, we were just kind of young and um, really just needed to, to grow into leaders. And, you know, I think at the age we are now, I think, you know, it's, it's the best time for us. We're ready to go. Um, you know, we've been through a few seasons and we're excited. You know, we're on the up, upswing. So, um, you know, the only people that can stop us is us. We just got to keep growing, keep being together and um, we'll be good. So clearly the expectations have changed. I mean, last season, again, you guys surprised some teams. In some respect, maybe some teams overlooked you guys along the way. But at this point, you're going to get a lot of the team's best effort because of what you guys are expected to do. So how do you guys prepare for that? How do you prepare for that? Uh, you just got to know that every team, you know, you're going to get every team's best shot. You know, they, they, that we're a big win on people's schedules now, so – um, every team's going to want to come out and really make a statement. So, you know, you just got to come out with a, a, a killer mentality and, and attack every possession and don't take any possessions off because, you know, any game can be decided by one or two possessions. So, um, you know, we understand that now, especially after last season, that, that we're on a lot of teams' hit lists. And um, we just got to we just gotta go out and play our, the best basketball we can play, play hard every game, and don't lo- overlook anyone. Have you spoken to Donovan Mitchell at all? Uh, a little bit here and there, just a little bit. Okay. After trade, correct? Yes. Okay. All right. He excited? Yeah, very excited. Okay. Very excited to get, especially to get the season going and, and be in a new place playing with DG. I mean, he's, he's very excited. So, as we said, the expectations have changed. 
Some believe that the Cavaliers are, are legitimate contenders in the Eastern Conference. Some even believe this team could win an NBA title. How do you see this team after the addition of Donovan Mitchell? I see us as more like we are a top-tier NBA team. Um, you know, we got the talent. We got, you know, the guys, rim protection. Um, you know, Evan, Jay, what they do uh, as a bigs is just un unbelievable. You know, you got Caleb coming off the bench, give you 30 any night. So, you know, I think we, we are a top-tier NBA team. I think we can compete with anybody in the league. So we, we look at you guys, and I know J.B. Bickerstaff, your head coach, talked about you guys, you know, unifying, coming together. And, and I know Kevin Love, at the end of the season, talked about you guys having some get-togethers in certain cities. He mentioned Nashville. There were reports that some Los Angeles get-togethers happened. Were you a part of any of these workouts? Yeah, I was a part of them. And, you know, just a really just a time to get the guys together and, um, you know, check start that meshing process, you know, getting to know each other and um, really building relationships with each other and, you know, just small things like that. And then, you know, with that comes, you know, a couple of basketball workouts here and there. And, um, you know, it's nice to, to really kind of uh, get to know somebody before you have to, you know, play with them in training camp and you got to take those, those crucial weeks of um, early training camp to get to really, you know, know how they play. So these early season, summer get togethers and little workouts are, are very important. So what kind of, what was the funnest thing that happened on, on, on those, that little trip, those, those little get togethers? Um, I mean, it's all always pretty fun. You know, we always get together like every, every night we all get, uh, go to dinner together and it's just, I mean, it's, you can't beat that. And then, um, so it's really hard to pin like one specific thing. Because, um, you know, we spend like all day these, these, at these things and it's just always really, um, you know, playing video games, cards, all that stuff. We just always we're always together. So, I mean, it's, it's really hard to put like a, a certain time, which is the funnest. So did you with video? Did you play some 2K? Uh, no, we played. Uh, okay. Well, I guess we played a little 2K, played a little Madden against each other. All right. All right. Watch the games okay who'd you play with madden wise oh you know i'm from i'm from kansas so i gotta go with the chiefs okay all right all right chiefs look good beat up on the cardinals the other yes, day they... things are things are good for you, no, you get, things are good for you chiefs are good the cavaliers a lot of great things coming with this team life is good for dean wade at this point you got your option picked up and uh, life is good for you yeah, I can't complain. Can't complain at all. We're talking to Cats forward Dean Wayne. So your season ended in March, a partially torn meniscus. How is the knee at this point? Uh, my knee is 100%. Um, you know, after I got the surgery, I think I was down for about a month and a half. And um, ever since then, I've been good. You know, got my rehab taken care of, all that, back to normal. Um, you know, first time playing without pain in the in a little while, so I'm feeling, I'm feeling very good. How frustrating was that, knowing, you know, your, your team was in position to, to make the playoffs? How, how tough was that for you to, to go down when you went down? Uh, yeah, it, I mean, it was very tough. Um, you know, I've been playing through it for most of the season. Um, and, you know, especially at that crucial time in the season that when it happened, you know, towards the end and 
um, you know, we were right on the right on the line. You know, we needed to win a few games that we should have won, but we didn't. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe I could have went out there and helped us win, but uh, you know, just not knowing. Um, you know, it just it just sucks, especially when you could be out there helping. Um, you know, it was very tough uh, mentally, but you know, I got great teammates, and they just. I mean, they were like really picking me up, talking to them every day. So um, it, it, it was definitely one of the hardest times um, of my whole basketball career, just having to be, feel helpless on the bench and watching those guys play. So, um, but, you know, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I watched a lot of film. Uh, coaches, you know, sat me down, watched a lot of film with those guys. So um, I, I got the best out of it. I learned a lot. You, going back to last year, and, and last year was an interesting year. Got out, you guys got off to a tremendous start. We're one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference throughout. And then, you know, a lot of injuries happened along the way. Sexton, Rubio, Allen Garland was battling the back. Yeah, Mobley went down, um, so on and so forth. Yourself as well. You guys ultimately dropped to the seventh spot. When you think about last season, do you think about the possibilities, thinking, wow, if these guys were healthy, if we would have stayed healthy, we could have maybe done something in those playoffs. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard not to not to look back and, and you know, think what if. But, uh, you know, we got hit with the injury bug and some other things. So, um, you know, we try to make the best of it. You know, I, I look back and think of some of the things that I could have done better um, when I was out there. Um, you know, maybe a couple missed assignments or some specific games. You, I remember um, Chicago, I missed the, I missed the box out, stuff like that. That I remember. So um, you only think about it for a split second uh, about the what ifs, you know, what could have been if we could have stayed healthy. But, um, you know, always try to look forward. And this year, you know, we're all going to stay healthy and we're going to we're going to make some real noise. You know, the interesting thing when I, when I look at this team, obviously a lot of young players, but I look at you guys, look at Darius Garland. He got better from a year ago. You look at uh, Jared Allen, got the big contract, but also got better. You look at Evan Mobley, just progressed throughout the season. I'm looking at the young core, the young talent, and it's, you know, a lot of talent, but it seems to be a lot of character. It seems to be a lot of high-character guys who are willing to put in the work to be better. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean, there's not a better group of guys than what we got. I mean, real, all genuine, um, great guys. They just and they all have that drive, that hunger to get better. Um, and, you know, our, we got some of the best coaches in the league. So, they, I mean, every day, if you want to get better, it's all up to you. And those coaches will be out there helping you. So, And, you know, the things I've seen from um, Evan and Jay and DG from this summer, I mean, they have, I mean, exploded. They're, they're even better than they were last year, which is hard to believe. And so, um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of – it's impressive. Especially, you know, Evan had been his first year and then going into his second, what he's done um, through his first year and, and how he progressively just got better even through the summer. He's just – he's taking big, big strides, and I'm, I'm very excited to see what he does this year. But, um, you know, it's been – our guys are, are some of the most genuine people, so um, – and, and they're workers. You know, they're always in the gym. People are always – and they're most competitive people anywhere. You can't play any sort of – any game with them. I'm talking – you can't play Uno with them without being like super competitive. So, you know, that, that makes them just that much better. They just have that will to win. You look at Evan Mobley and I know JB Bickerstaff has said over and over, the guy just contributes to winning and and you just watch his game. You watch his skill set. It is just a winning skill set. All the different things that he can do his passing ability, his ability on defense, it's offensive game. It's evolving. 
just looking at his game, were you surprised how good he was so soon right away? No, I wouldn't say surprised, you know. Um, I, you know, I saw him coming out of college and stuff like that, and I just knew, I mean, especially his size, his length, um, the way he moves, you know, he's just going to be, he's, he's going to be ridiculous. And, you know, it's the first day he stepped on, stepped on the Cavs court and we were, you know, playing pickup. I was like, yeah, this, this kid right here is special. The way he moves, he can shoot it. Um, and there's no shot that he can't make really, you know. And, you know, I think all it just comes down to him is just getting a little stronger and then refining those skills. And, um, and then, of course, on the defensive end, I mean, he is just a menace. He's yeah. altering all the shots, blocking shots. He's got great hands, so he gets a lot of those, um, you know, sloppy passes people throw. He catches a lot of those. So, um, you know, I wasn't surprised when he – I knew from the first couple of days, I was like, yeah, this kid, this kid is, is amazing. Yeah, he and I was just seeing some uh... – on social media, there was a rip of him doing some crazy stuff in the workouts, passing crazy passes, just something you wouldn't expect a guy his size to be able to do. And he just does it, and he just does it, and it's just so calm. And he just gets the job done. He, like you said, he has the potential to be a very, very good player uh, going forward. So looking at you in the offseason, outside of getting healthy, what did you feel like you needed to do to get better and be better? Uh, for me, I think a lot of it has to do with just attacking off the dribble. Um, not just put myself in the boxes of just, you know, shooter, just attacking, you know, people close out to me, uh, pretty hard. They kind of run me off the line. I just need to be attack mode off, um, off most of that. And so worked on that a lot this summer and, um, also just moving my movement threes, you know, off like full speed movement threes. So, um, things like that, that I've, you know, I just didn't do as much this past couple of years. And um, I think, you know, especially the coach staff, you know, they helped me think of things um, outside the box that I could, I could do to get better. So um, just, I think those two things are probably the main things I worked on. So going, going into next season, you, last season, you played about 19 minutes a game the year before that 19 minutes a game as well. So do you see yourself being around that range next season? Uh, yeah, I'm not real sure. Um, okay. especially after the whole trade, what's going to happen, right. what's going to go down, you know, the that hasn't said anything about it, but, um, you know, that's, I think that's a pretty safe bet around there, maybe more. So, um, I have no idea though, you know, my past couple of years, it's been, uh, my minutes have been kind of weird because, you know, if nobody's hurt. I don't play that much. Um, but if somebody's hurt, I'm, I'm playing a whole bunch. So, right. um, this past year has been kind of, it's been crazy. It really has been. So I, I have no expectations of what, what is going to happen. Well, at this point, you could argue there is a hole at that third spot. So are you going into training camp with the mindset like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to compete for a starting spot? Uh, I mean, I don't think that's really the mindset. I'm just going to go into training camp like I always do, just um, go in and compete everything, you know, and I, I love the competitive practices, and that's all training camp is, is Super competitive. Everything's competitive. Um, losers always have to run. So I mean, I'm just going to go in there and just and just battle. Just it, it's fun. It's always fun. Um, so I, I think my mindset has just always been the same. Just go out there and just attack. Be aggressive and everything. So, um, but you know, we got a lot of a lot of a lot of great players. So yeah, it'll be um, 
I'm sure that open spot will be closed sometime. And you talk about the great players you have on the roster. We mentioned a few of them. But I look at what Ricky Rubio brought to you guys last season. He went down ultimately with the ACL. Talk about what he brought to you guys. He, he just stable. It seemed like he stabilized you guys, stabilized that second unit, and just in general, just stabilized the team. Right. Um, what Ricky meant to us, man, he was like a real vet leader. Um, him and Kevin, just some of our, our biggest, best um, vet leaders. Um, and, you know, he's been through it all. He's been at every stage and, you know, he's played in the NBA for a long time. So he brought that, you know, that knowledge of the game. Um, he's been through everything. So the way he just come in every day, I mean, you, you watch him work every day. He did the same things every day, got a nice little lift in, um, practiced hard, got shots after every single day. It didn't matter the day. And, uh, you know, it was, it was impressive to watch because he never, no matter what happened, he never switched up his routine and, um, Obviously, you saw what he did during the season. He was, I mean, I don't remember how many he had in the New York 37, maybe? 30, yeah, 37. Something around there, yeah. Uh, he was on fire. Yeah, yeah, you just, I mean, he could do that. You just never knew with him. It was going to have 19 to 35 points a game. It just, the way he plays is, is crazy. There's no pass that he can't make. Right. You know, I think that was the biggest thing. Because um, I know DG and him <clears throat> spent a lot of time together. Uh, before and after practice talking and uh you know i think that goes a long way it's just his full knowledge of the game and passing it on to dg i think um that even helped dg a ton you know the interesting part about him is you watch him during the olympics and he's he played the way he played in the olympics where he's aggressive and, and scoring is the way he played with you guys last season i mean he, it was olympic rubio uh with, with the cavaliers last season for sure yeah yeah for sure so, so I, I I look at you and going back to you, undrafted 2019, coming out of K-State, you got picked up by the Cavs, you went to the G League, you played well there. Going undrafted, did, did that put a little chip on your shoulder? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can ask any undrafted player in the NBA. I mean, that's that's probably their biggest chip on their shoulder is, is that. And, um, you know, it's just – it's crazy. I got, I got super blessed and – um, that the Cavs, you know, offered me the two way and I accepted it. And then from then on, it's just been great. I got, I got great teammates and, uh, my coaching staff, um, they really believed in me. They really gave me an, an honest shot. And that's what I think matters the most. I think a lot of those undrafted guys, um, they get, they get a real shot and they make the most of it. And I think that's what I did. And, um, you know, it's just, it's a crazy journey. So sneaky athletic, high IQ. <laughs> and good teammate. Who does that describe? Uh, you know, I think that describes me. Okay. I think that describes me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it does describe who you are. I mean, you see it. I mean, some of the things that you do, I mean, I've seen some dunks. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think he could do that, right? And then I see your IQ <laughs> out there. And, and, you know, obviously you're a good teammate. And, and speaking of that, we, we, talk, we saw last year you guys had the, the Junkyard Dog Award. I mean, it, it went to the guy. Obviously, you guys had to win in order for it to happen. I believe you got one as well one time. I think you got the chain, right? Uh, I actually didn't get the chain once. Or I didn't get the chain at all last season because okay. of uh, some things. But, you know, I just. I think a lot of games, I mean, I just go out there and just compete every possession, every possession. I think 
um, I just try to stay as consistent as possible. And um, unfortunately, the chain never found me, but that's okay. Okay, that's okay. They found it. Found hey, a lot. All those guys that got them really deserved it. So it's it's a great it's a great award. It's always fun after the, after the game to watch them get the get the chain. The whole team goes crazy. Everyone takes the pictures. It's it's always fun. You got robbed. You should have got it once. You got robbed. <laughs> hey man, I don't, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> and and you talk about your coaching staff, JB Bickerstaff. I mean, he's he's been with this team and has grown this team. Um, talk about what JB brings to the table, and talk about being coached by JB Bickerstaff. JB, man, he's awesome. He's a, he's a real players coach. Um, he's gonna, he's going to drive you. He's going to get the best out of you. But you know, he's one person that, you, as a player, you want to play for. Um, you want to go out there. Every game, I mean, you play for your teammates and him. He just, you know, he puts it all in line for us. So, you know, we got to reciprocate the energy. And, um, you know, he's an awesome guy. He's, he really cares about us, you know, asking about our our um, significant others, kids, all that stuff. So, um, you know, he really cares, and, and it really means a lot to us. But, you know, on the basketball court, man, he's, he's super intense, um, but also understands basketball. He understands mistakes happen, so he just keeps you, you know, tries to keep you going and, um you know, just a, a very, very basketball-minded person, you know, very smart, um, knows the game really, really well. So, um, you know, being coached by him is awesome. I think he's one of the top coaches in the league for sure. So so going back to you for a moment, and I'm looking at your bio. I, I see your mom played volleyball and basketball in college. I see your dad played football. I believe your sister plays volleyball as well. So, and of course there's you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're in the NBA. So what is it about, this Wade blood, that Wade blood that, that seems to produce elite athletes. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know what it is. It's, um, I mean, there's not a game you can play in my house. Like we all get together. Um, you can be playing Yahtzee. It's still the most competitive game. I'm talking people are like taking it super serious. Any card game we're playing. So uh, I think it's just that competitive blood in us. I mean, we just can't. We can't stop. Obviously, we've um, got blessed, you know, great size and um, being able to move well. But um, I think I think it's just one of those things where you could you can survive in my family if you weren't competitive every day. I mean, my sister and me, super close to her too. She's like my best friend. Okay. Um, and she's probably she's probably the better athlete out of all of us. But um, you know, it's been. I mean, my whole family's just crazy. How, how much did that help you in terms of, of, you know, becoming who you are and ultimately getting to having your dad who played, you know, competitively in college and your mother, again, play competitive, competitively in college? How much did that help you? Oh, I mean, that helped me, you know, the most out of anything, really, in my whole life. I mean, without those guys pushing me and, um, you know, being my support system the whole time, I can call them at any time they'll answer. I can talk anything outside of basketball with basketball all of them know the game so um you know without them i wouldn't be where i'm at and uh you know i tell them every time i see them like i appreciate everything they did for me i love them um you know so that's my biggest my biggest support system um when i'm happy i call them when i'm sad i call them all anything in between um i'm always talking to them so you know the support they've especially my parents have given to me and my sister throughout the years i mean has been um you know made so much of a difference really just you know made me a better person and um it just means the world that they they gave up a lot um 
they sacrificed a lot to see me and my sister succeed. So um, I could be me more appreciative to those those two. So speaking of family, how's grandma? She's good. She's good. Yeah, she's uh, she's uh, she's just always always super energetic. You know, everything. She's just she's amazing. So. Um, <laughs> Here all the time when I go home, try to get as much time with her as I can. And, uh, you know, she's awesome. So, again, we look at the season, and, I mean, it, it's going to be an interesting ride in Cleveland with what you guys, with the additions you made in terms of Donovan Mitchell. Let, let me ask you this. We, we look at this team, obviously Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, a smaller backcourt. Um, do you think that is going to be an issue for you guys having – a smaller backcourt like you have with Garland and Mitchell? Uh, I really don't think so. Um, I really don't. You know, I think, you know, the way Donovan plays, um, especially on defense, and, you know, he's strong, super strong, um, athletic. Um, and then obviously, obviously we have the two, you know, really, you know, top-tier rim protectors behind us. So um, they cover up a lot of mistakes for us. So even if we do make mistakes here and there, I mean, they're there. So um, I really don't think it, it changes too much of what we do. Um, but, uh, I mean, those two guys, you know, our backcourt, I mean, offensively, they, they change games. And, um, so, I mean, on defensive wise, they're going to go out and compete. I mean, they always have those two guys and, you know, they're going to play for each other and everyone behind them. So, and we're all following their lead. So when, you know, we'll cover them and they're going to cover us for sure. So, um, but I don't think that size will have any issue for us. Speaking of defense. I think maybe an underrated part of your game is your defense. Talk about the pride that you take on the defensive end of the floor. Uh, you know, I think, I think, you know, that's one of the main reasons coach plays me, um, plays me so much is when, you know, he puts me out there on, on some of the best players in the league. And I love it. I mean, I love the competitive factor of it. I love that. Um, you know, I'm playing, the, I'm playing the guys that are the best at what they do. And, um, you know, my job is to go out there and, and try to limit them, and stop them. And, you know, I take, I take very much a, a ton of pride in, in that. And, uh, you know, I love it. I love the schemes. You know, we go through the, you know, how, how effective everything is, the strategy, everything. And um, then it just comes down to one-on-one -on -one battle. How much do you want it? How much do you want to get stops? And, um, you know, it, it's, it's, I think it's one of the funnest parts of the games is, you know, you line up across from, some of the best people in, in the world at what they do. And um, it's, it's you versus him. And, uh, you know, it's, it's always, it's always super fun. Um, I do, I do think defensively um, is one of my more underrated things in my game. So I think, I take a ton of pride in it. Um, it's one of the best pride. The one, one thing that I, I really, really worry about every game is when I go into a game, the one thing is defense. That's the first thing that pops in my mind defensively. What are you doing? Um, who you garden, the matchups, everything like that. Just um, what we do on a ball screen, stuff like that. You know, that's the biggest thing in my mind is when I go out there, what I'm, what I'm really thinking about is defensively. Um, where can I help this team? And I think on the defensive end, I can help a lot. So going back, we, you talked about Kevin Love and learning from Kevin Love. A lot of people, when they look at your game, you know, they talk about you and comparing you to Kevin Love. And you, you talked about how you modeled your game after Kevin Love. Talk about that. Yeah, I mean Kevin. I mean, <clears throat> four man. One of the, one of the, you know, obviously the best shooting big. You know, he just 
pick and pop. Really, he really kind of, I won't say changed the game, but, um, you know, after him was a ton of, I guess, when he was in the league early, um, there's a ton of pick and pops. And now it's just all kind of transitioned to having your four man be shooters. And I think what he's done um, over his career and what he's done for the game has been um, unmatched, you know. So, I, you know, as soon as I, first time becoming a Cavs, you know, I sat down on the bench and I watched Caleb work out. Um, he had an individual workout and I sat and watched the whole thing. And, uh, you know, you learn a lot from, you know, not, you don't even have to ask any questions. You have to talk to him. Um, and you learn a lot from, you know, his work ethic. You know, he's so consistent every day. Um, and, of course, his, his form is un- unbelievable. But, I mean, it's – I learned so much from Kevin. Um, and then, my, you know, he talks. I ask him all, you know, all the stuff. And, you know, he's been through everything as well. So, um, he knows the answer to any question you have. I mean, there's not a basketball question you can ask Kevin Love and he won't know. Um and he's probably been through that, that question a time or two. So um, having him, um, especially the past couple of years, just anything I needed or asked, you know, he, he was always there for me. So, um, you know, I, I appreciate him so much. And, um, you know, it was great to see him last year just go crazy and as a sixth man of the year um, yeah. finalist. I mean, it was, it was awesome to watch. And, you know, I, I, I still to this day, I love, I love watching him play and, um, you know, He's always just been a, a fighter, really. You know, he's been 20, 30 rebound games, stuff like that. You know, it's always so impressive um, when you're talking to him. It's like, man, that guy really goes out there and battles. And uh, on top of that, he shoot your face off at any time, give you 30 balls, all threes. <laughs> so it's always super impressive watching play. And, you know, I, I don't take for granted. You know, I, I always go in and um, try to shoot with him as much as I can and all things like that. So, um, you know, I've learned a ton from him. We'll get you out on this. You know, a lot of people, when we watch NBA players, we, we look at the glitz and the glamour. But let, let me ask this. What is the hardest thing about being an NBA player? What's the hardest thing? The hardest thing about being an NBA player? Um, I would say either – I would say the consistency coming in every day um, and being great. You know, that's what makes – those good players different from the great players. When those great players come in and they're consistent every day, they do the same thing every game. I mean, you play 82 games in the regular season, they're good. And 78 of them, they're having an average to good game. And um, so, you know, that, that consistency is, is really, really hard to do. And, um, you know, it's it's very impressive to watch those great players do what they do and do it at such a high level. Um, and then the other thing maybe – I would say the travel, um, being away from home uh, for weeks and coming back for a couple of days and going right back out. You know, it's, it's it's tough to travel us, but you're also traveling, you know, the best way you can. You know, you got your, you're all with the team, um, stay in the nicest places, you know. So that's what's so important about being uh, really good friends with your teammates is, you know, you're, you're with them all the time. Um, and so when you start getting down, you know, you still got friends on your side. And, you know, I think that's, one thing um, I learned a lot from, you know, even Kevin and his uh, mental health, his organization, all that stuff. I mean, he just, I mean, he's always asking me how you doing and all this. So, I mean, somebody that really cares, is, it, it goes a long, long ways. You know, everyone sees the great things that NBA players, you know, they have and get to do. And, um, but, you know, there's some things that aren't so fun, you know, the traveling, um, all that. So, 
Um, but I would say consistency is the hardest thing. That's what every NBA player is trying to do is be more as consistent as possible or more consistent. So um, it, it's tough, but hey, we live a great life and um, I got great teammates. So speaking of a great life, what did you do this summer? Anything fun, exciting? Um, I got married. Congratulations. Uh, two of my best friends got married. So I had a, I had a very, very busy, um, amazing summer. I mean, I couldn't even dream of a better summer. How's married life treating you? Man, not much has changed, doesn't feel like, you know. Okay. So um, this, this ring on my finger, that's the only thing that changed. Well, you think the NBA is hard. Married life is not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Exactly. It's not easy. Dean, we wish you nothing but the best of luck going forward. We hope you have a great season. Big things possibly in Cleveland. The talent seems to be there. The young core is there. I mean, this team has the potential. We look at it to be possibly good for a long time. Have you ever, have you thought about this? Like, look, these guys are young, 20, 21, 22, 23. They're all locked up. The core is together. Like, man, this could be something special for a long time. Oh, yeah, it's going to be special for a very long time, especially, you know, the love um, the team has for each other, you know, the relationships we're building. I mean, it's, it's going to be a great, great team for a long time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The, the talent is definitely there. So, Dean, I, I appreciate you stopping by. Again, wish you nothing but the best of luck going forward. Would love to do this again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. For sure. Take care of yourself. Thank you. You too.